Today, I'm gonna have a conversation with my fitness and nutrition coach, who I also call my one and only big brother. You're gonna hear a conversation with me and Zahi, and you're gonna see how he has been my mentor over the years, how he has been kind of like a big brother to me, and how he helps me not only with my fitness and nutrition, but also with my mindset. If you wanna be a powerful, solid, disciplined man, then listen carefully to this podcast because you're gonna pick up a lot of useful tips on mindset and nutrition and being a successful man. Okay guys, welcome to the podcast. I have the only man in the world who I call my big brother. His name is Zahi. Zahi, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jad. How are you? Great, man. I'm, I'm so happy to have you. And like I said in the introduction, uh, you were one of the first men in my life that I looked up to and one of the first men in my life who actually took the time to kind of uh, mentor me and, you know, help me out in, in some lessons in being a man. Now, today, yeah. what we want to talk about is you're, you're a man who was able to reach his ideal of being a powerful man and also building your ideal body. And uh, we all know that you are just this powerhouse, this muscular uh, powerhouse. You have a, you know, a very muscular, beautiful body that even most 20-year-old guys don't have. So today we're going to talk about what were the philosophies and the mindsets that allowed you to be uh, successful in your life as a man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So let's, so let's, I want to start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So when I was young, I knew you as my best friend's big brother. So you were a few years older than us. And I remember that you, you were always a cool guy. You always dressed cool. You always like, uh, you know, took care of yourself. But uh, you weren't, you know, at the beginning, you just had a regular body. You were just a regular guy. But then it seemed, I remember there was, there was a, a period where it seemed like overnight, it wasn't overnight, but it seemed like overnight you made this transformation. And you went from just this regular guy to this muscular you know, really strong, physically dominant guy. And even back in the day, we used to play basketball. And even though you were shorter than most, most of the guys there, you, you became this muscular force of nature and you would actually like lay, lay the, the basketball up way up to the rim, even though you were shorter than most guys. So I want to go back to the beginning. What, what happened and how old were you when that transformation began, began and what kind of triggered that transformation in you yeah um it's like uh, you know when you do something you like you always want to do it better it's important and uh, you know when i first started i was like this skinny uh, not that strong uh, kid who's always like uh, picked last at the basketball at the soccer i never took it personal so i took it as a you know energy boosting idea or as a motivation for me to make them choose me. So I worked on how do I get, how do I get faster, how I get my layups proper, 
how to I fix my jump shot better, uh, how to, let's say, overcome the obstacle of me being a short guy against uh, a game that requires tall guys. So basically, you know, when you ask the right people, you get the right answers. And plus, you know, you need to work on yourself. So like I started with jumping ropes, jumping ropes with ankle weights, uh, jumping stairs, you know, whatever I can find as a kid, you know, we didn't have the money at that time. So I had to find the, you know, the cheapest way possible to make things better. And plus, you know, like at that time there were no YouTube. So I used to bring videos, you know, for Michael Jordan and all of these basketball legends. So I tried to mimic them in a way. So it started in a way like it's more of a, maybe project, a research thing for me to start and fixing things up uh, in the best possible way with me, Okay. basically. Okay. And so did you have actual um, mentors, anyone that helped you? At first, you can say yes and no. Uh, all of the mentors, mentors used to be the people who are, were good in basketball at that time. Uh, I cannot name a single person, but, uh, you know, basically, I believe you can be your own mentor. You can be your own, uh, you know, either you can be your best enemy or your number one cheerleader. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, at that time, I, it was like me all the way, because uh, honestly, I cannot think of any physical person, but you can say we, we all looked up at that time to Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, uh, Clyde Drexler. So yeah, anyway, these were my uh, mentors, if you want to say. Okay, okay. And how about your physical transformation? Yeah, what? that was, it was, yeah, please. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, what, because it, it seemed like to me observing you, it seemed like it happened pretty, pretty suddenly. Yeah. Just it was it's, it's kind of funny because today in the morning a guy asked me how i started uh, you know picking up interest in like getting my shape better when i was uh, a kid i remember my dad has this small booklet of uh, home workout so as a kid i used to pick up the pages and like mimic the moves this was like in a way the introduction for me in, uh, entering into physical fitness and then one of my friends had, uh, you know, at that time, Muslim fitness magazines, Iron Man magazines. And, you know, I started looking at these pages and seeing these guys with huge muscles. I said, man, I want to be like that someday. And, you know, like uh, a new gym opened uh, where we live. And that was the beginning. And at first, of course, we were like kids who didn't know what to do, how to do things properly. But, you know, like I said, when you observe the right people and, and you really observe like how they are catching the weights, the angle they are lifting, you know, you, you, need, you need to look into the details first before you jumping into the big picture. Okay. Basically, in a way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, in terms of uh, mindsets or, or life philosophies, what I've observed yeah. in you versus a lot of other people, um, there were a lot of us that went to the gym. There were a lot of us that played basketball. 
but it seemed that you were one of the few that reached reached excellence. I don't call it excellence in a way. I call it, you know, making yourself better. Uh, you know, always uh, you need to challenge yourself to, because there's nothing impossible. You know, you can try. When you try infinite times and you, it doesn't work, then it is impossible. You cannot say things are impossible if you never even tried it. So that was my philosophy. You know, at first uh, uh, I thought I was too short to touch the rim or even to grab it. And at the end of the day, I reached that goal. The same thing with, uh, you know, going into the gym by making my body better because I was a very skinny guy, if you remember. I do. And uh, yeah. So yeah, in a way it's like, you know, uh, in order for you to look better, you have to feel better first. So working on your inner peace uh, you know, uh, on your method, the way you think, the way you act, the way you walk, the way you reply back is very important. So, yeah, that's it. You cannot, uh, it's like a car. You cannot, have, you cannot have a beautiful car on the outside with a damaged, uh, you know, gear, uh, the damaged gear or even a damaged, uh, you know, uh, engine. So it's, it's a combination of both. Inner has to meet the outer. Okay, inner has to meet the outer, and that's yeah. and that's why I tell everyone that uh, you're my only uh, you're my only coach because uh, you not only uh, coach people with the physical you you combine mind body and and spirit you you combine the the whole thing together. Yeah, and that's the key for having. You know, success is not something tangible. Success is how you feel about yourself. You might be the richest guy in the world with depression. Correct? Correct. Yeah. And you might be the, the, the simple guy who goes on to his daily duty and feel like you're the luckiest in the world. So it's a mindset. It's a mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So if, this, if you cannot do this, just think of it. Why I cannot do that? Is it something in me? If it's something in me, I need to work on myself. If it's something that I cannot control, I put it aside and then figure out a way to do it. Not to waste time on things that I cannot do. Let me first do things that I can do. And, they, you know, everything will resolve each other, you know, eventually. Okay, I really like that point because I think a lot of people... Um instead of taking action with the situation that they have, they allow that to be an excuse like, oh, the, my, my situation isn't ideal. And so I'm not going to uh, work out or, oh, you know what? Uh, the gyms are closed, so I can't work out. Instead of yeah. you're saying you got to do the best with whatever you have. Correct. You cannot go to the gym, you know, just go push-ups, go pull-ups, you know, do body weights, just uh, make yourself... Uh, you know, with what's available, make the best of it. Okay, don't so make, here... no, don't make lazy excuses. Never make lazy excuses. Okay, so I guess that's a big philosophy for you that you don't make excuses. Yeah, yeah, that's a big philosophy. You know, uh, excuses to be lazy are not good. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm not full of energy. I might delay things, but eventually I do them. We are all human beings and we have to acknowledge that as human beings, we, we eventually run out of energy. We need to re-energize and then 
get back on the saddle and ride ahead. So accept our weakness. You cannot ignore it. I like it. Accept your weakness. Yeah. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, you know, like nobody is perfect. Nobody is strong. Eventually, sometimes the strongest people are the people who are the weakest on the inside and they hide it with a strong facade. But basically, they, you know what they say, you know, the people who are always joking are the most, are the saddest people. I don't believe in that, but this is what some psychologists say. So what I believe is that, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a matter of, like I said, it's a philosophy, it's a mindset. Uh, you can do, for what you have, you can do the best for what you have, you know. It's not like I need to do the best period. No, for what you have, do the best for what you have and you, you'll feel content. You'll feel like you got your results. But let's say I cannot be Mr. Uh, let's say Mr. Perfect because nobody's perfect. We all have our demons inside of us, but we need to acknowledge them first. We need to know how to use them to our benefits. If you're afraid of the dark, you know, try to sit in the dark one day and see what happens. Nothing happens. You realize it's just, a misconception. What happens in the dark? Nothing. You're just alone in the dark, and you just think of it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You just nice. fight, fight your fears. Fight your fears. Try to face yeah. them, face them, but don't uh, neglect them. Ah, yeah, because when you neglect your fears, they kind they haunt you. They come and chase you down, and yes. it's kind of like you you can't yeah, outrun like, them, anyways. Yeah, it's like peekaboo. I see you, and suddenly they're they're here. You're knocking on the door and you, you have no uh, option but to open the door so let me keep the door open and when they knock then no i'm ready nice nice i i want to go back to one thing you said which is uh when you do the best with what you have yes. then you feel content because i i just want to you know highlight that that basically you're saying like Hey, if I had lim have limitations in my life, in my environment, whatever, but I know that I did my absolute best with what I was given, then I can sleep peacefully at night. Yes, because um, let's say as an uh, uh, you know a girlfriend or a girl you like, and you're afraid to approach, and you're afraid of rejection. So what's the worst thing that could happen if you ask the question and you're, she, you got rejected? Okay, for 10 minutes, you know, your ego might be down, but at least you're, you'll no longer live with doubts that what if this, what if that? So at least that's out of the way. So all you have to do is ask and you lose nothing. You lose something that is basically an ego thing that will help you to become better. This is just small, small example that every guy in the world faces yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's it's the things that we don't do that uh, end up uh haunting, haunting us. us not uh not the things we try and that don't work yeah if i try and i fail i said at least i tried not i didn't try or what if i should have done that should have done this should have spoke should have no no it's just simply okay i did my best then i have no regrets okay Okay, nice. Yeah. So don't go by ego. Ego is the worst enemy. So don't go things doing like your ego. Ego sometimes uh, just put your ego aside and just do what you do best.
Yeah, yeah. I what I tell men is that uh, you can tell if a man is ready for success uh, according to his willingness to look foolish sometimes. If you're willing to look foolish sometimes, that tells me okay, sure. you're serious about actually succeeding. The men who yeah. who who are unwilling to look foolish or risk looking foolish, they don't really want success because that's the price you have to pay, you know, or risk. Sure. Pay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it's like every day you, we face uh, challenges, but because we face them every day, we don't think of them as challenges. And that's how we need to approach every challenge as a, a daily task you used to do. So when you do this, there's no, there's no burden in doing it. You just do it. Uh, if, if, if you say, oh my God, how am I going to do it? Oh my God, how am I going to reach that goal? No, no, no. You're wasting your time. Just do it and see what happens. It's like today, I'll tell you how, what I used to think and now how I think. For example, if let's say I'm going for a meeting and while I'm driving, I always used to look at the, the time. Am I, am I going to be there on time? But then I realized even I'm still going to reach at the same time I'm going to reach. So I don't waste my time in this anxiety thing. So I'm going to reach. Okay, I'm going to reach. So I, what I do now is just put my phone away and never look at it. It's like a small example. This is like less stress action. It's like, you know, small things you need to do. It will make your life lots and lots, lots, you know, easier, a lot of easier. Yeah, you know what? I think that's very valid advice in this day and age because the default way of people's actions these days is like, okay, I want to do something. All right, let me jump on, on Google and YouTube for 27 hours to, to figure out all the exact ways to do it before I even take a single step. And then usually yeah. what ends up happening is they don't end up even taking a step because then they just get stuck in this more and more information. And when you're an action taker, what you realize is that you, you, you need very little information, really just basic information to just go out yes. there and take action. And when you take action, that's when the real learning and discovery happens uh, anyways. And, and uh, you get a lot more lessons in the action taking than in just watching YouTube videos, for example. Yeah. You know what they say, the devil is in the details. Mm, I like it. So yeah, devil is in the details. So all you have to do is just start, just start, pick up the pace, start. And whenever you face an obstacle, of course, you have to plan ahead. Today, uh, I was doing this private training session with a guy and he said like, he wanted to do a personal business, but he prefers a steady job. He's afraid of the risk. I told him, what's the worst thing that, you, that could happen if your project didn't work? I told him, are you going to be homeless? He said, no. I told you, are you going to are you still going to be able to eat? He said, yes. Then told me you got nothing to lose. Just go for your dreams. And the worst thing that you can happen is then you can apply for a job. But at least do your thing. At least you've tried. Not like 20 years later, say, oh, I could have had my own company. I could have had my own private firm or whatever. Just do it. Like Nike says, just yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I want to... I wanna expound on what you said the devil is in the details because i i don't i'm pretty sure not everyone understood the depth of that statement and i think it was brilliant you hit the nail on the head 
So what yeah. Zahi means when he said the devil is in the details, he means, and I say this when I'm, uh, you know, even in, in my book that I'm writing about seduction is that there are certain details that you will never learn until you yourself go and do the thing. And those little slight details get revealed to you. And five yeah. years of YouTube are not going to reveal those to you, but the action reveals those details. Yeah. For me, I'll, I'll give you an example when I'm researching. When I reach the point that, okay, I got the information exactly what I need. I stop reading, not because I'm, let's say, lazy. No, it's just, this is what I wanted to know for now. Uh, I don't need to know later on what I, obstacles I might find or what issues. Let me just go ahead and do it. For example, you know, like for me now, going into the personal training thing before my operation, I used to be an you know, a corporate guy, business development, area sales management, operation management, and then to this guy doing, you know, PT. It's simple, you know, like when, when you reach fork in the road, you have to choose which path you take, either sitting by, you know, staying where you are and thinking, or just go ahead, go with the flow and see how things turn out for the better. If I was thinking like the details of me, okay, now I'm an operation guy, I'm gonna do into PT, I lose this 15, 16 years of experience, you know, these details will hurt. And I will till now I'll be without a job. I'm not doing the thing that I like the most, which is, you know, like training people, making people feel better about themselves. I think this is where I find myself, you know, making myself better and making others feel better and get better. Nice, nice. I'm glad you, you, you mentioned that. Let's, let's go into that a bit. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are stopped by, let's say, career change or following their dreams because, like you're saying, they look and they're like, well, how is it going to happen? How am I going to get a job there? Who's going to hire me? How, are, how am I going to get clients? How, how, how? Right? And I'm sure when you transitioned, you didn't know any of the answers to those but nothing, none, nada. nothing, but you go on faith. And what I call yes. faith is kind of like an intuition, which is an inner knowing that you need to yes. trust. And so um, after you started taking the steps into being a personal trainer, then the, 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 the solutions revealed themselves to you step by step, right? You know, this, these memes, they put like, there's like two rabbits. One rabbit chose the, you know, the carrot that looks with the biggest leaves on top, which actually turned out to be a very small carrot. And the other one that took the, the, the one that looked small when, it, when the rabbit digged was a huge carrot. So opportunities doesn't seem how they are, you know, so you better know how to choose what to choose and just go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And you never know until you go. Yes, yes. Once you're driving, you know the destination. You cannot know what the destination will be before even you enter the car. So drive first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The way I describe it is that in order for your future to reveal itself, you want to imagine yourself uh, stepping forward on tiles. And with each tile you step on, it lights up and then lights up just uh, the next step in your journey and you take the next step and then that tile lights up and so the only way yeah. 
for it to light up is for you to actively move forward towards that thing that you want and not passively just think yourself to death, which ultimately yeah, yeah. leads to paralysis. Yeah, sure. You know, it's like uh, as a human being, can you walk backwards? We can walk backwards, but can you see while walking backwards? No, you cannot. You have to, you know, like it, it's, you can see in a very weird angle. It's not that clear. So if we want to, our anatomical composition, we always look forward to have a better view if we are looking forward rather than sideways or backward because we cannot have a, we can't actually look backwards. So yeah, we need to move forward. Okay, and so the metaphor by looking forward means looking forward to your, your vision? Yes, vision, life, health, you know, your positive attributes, you know, uh, you know, because uh, it's, it's a philosophy and uh, I've, I really believe in it. Like, there's no yesterday, yesterday is gone. So no reason to dwell about things that just happened and might not come back. Uh, and even now, present is not present because it's always moving. And of course, the future is not 100% uh, guaranteed. All you have to do is move by faith strongly. And you know, always by faith, you have to be hoping for the best and not the worst. Because we, uh, we as human beings, we, will, we can translate the, the things that we want. So if you want something to be bad, it will be bad because you're going to ruin it yeah that's it yeah and yeah. that's that's very powerful and one thing that uh, stands out uh about you is that growing up um and even now you have not been in the most ideal environments the most ideal situations you haven't had the most ideal resources i mean um you had a lot of opportunities to have a lot of quote-unquote valid excuses but you never took that route you know to be honest uh, there was a period of my time where yeah they, they dominated me and then I realized I cannot be always like this you know letting excuses you know be my deterrent mm -hmm. and that's a good thing because when you know the consequences of letting the, the, the bad side of you take over, you know, it's, you're not going to get anywhere. So yeah, I had my down. Mm -hmm. I acknowledge, I acknowledge them. Then I realized I cannot be always stagnant. I have to move forward. I have to become better. I cannot just sit and have a wishful thinking of things that might happen. Uh, I can have wishful thinking while working towards them physically, not mm -hmm. thinking of them. So yeah. Uh, we have our, all our, have our demons, so we have to know that we're not perfect. We're all going to be, let's say, fighting stress. We're, you know, sometimes we're not fear ourselves. We'll be negative. That's sure. Um, give yourself a pit stop. Take a five minutes break. Be down, and then look up and say, "Yeah, that's it." You know, brush it off you and move forward and never look back. Nice, nice. And yeah, that's kind of like, uh, you're going to lose some battles, but the important thing is not to lose the war, right? So yes, just think of it, uh, you know, weigh things over and move forward. 
Okay, so what would you say to someone right now who maybe is feeling bad, maybe thinks, you know, it's too late for me, or, or is having a hard time getting motivated to just start, you know, start working out, start, you know, going after? What, what would you say to someone like that? You know, um, I'll, I'll first by isolating myself and think, what is the reason that's making me think like that? Is it something that is a validated, valid reason or just me putting excuses? If it's a valid reason, let's find a way to fix it. If it's just me, just get up if you're old. Get uh, up and start doing things. And always, always, you are your own worst enemy or your own best friend. So if you love yourself truly, you will not accept being uh, in a situation that you feel sorry for yourself. I don't accept somebody feeling sorry uh, about me because I would not accept taking pity on me on myself. So, yeah, that's also in a way, if you look, look at it, it's an ego thing playing around. So forget about the ego. Just go and do it. You know, at least try. Fail with trying is better than failing without trying. Because you can be, you can, you can, you know, you can simply sit where you are, get no results and say, I've done nothing wrong. But actually you're doing nothing. But at least go ahead run the field, stumble, fall, injure yourself. And at that time, okay, I will accept the loss because at least I tried. But the loss is temporary. Then I have to get up and dust myself from anything that's weighing me down and just move forward again. That's the sign of success. Success is not being the richest, the coolest, or the, you know, a very famous person. That's just uh, the social standard, which I don't accept. Everybody's successful. Everybody's famous on their own terms. So don't also let the media define what is successful for you. This is. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I like that. So I, I'm probably going <laughs> to now start quoting you. If you're going to fail, <laughs> fail with trying, not fail by not trying. I'll listen back to the recording to exactly what you said. That's. That's really, that's really nice because so many people are stopped because they just don't want to fail, right? And it's like, they don't realize that like you're saying is like, well, if you didn't try, then you really failed. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's the worst thing that could happen? You just, you just learned something new. Yeah. You're wiser. And you strengthen your, e so, your, your character. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. That's so true. That's okay. so true. So what I'm hearing from you is uh, there are two big things that I think are uh, uh, two mindsets or philosophies that I think are, are a large part of the attributing six, uh, to your success. One is one of the first things you said is you just have this belief that nothing is impossible. And so from that belief allowed you to just go after what you want. And instead of thinking, uh, you know, is it possible? Let me, you're thinking of like, there must be a solution. Let me go find what it is. So the starting yes. point 
for anyone who's listening is just you got to believe in the possibility that something's possible right and that's going to allow you visualize to... your success yeah visualize your success don't visualize your failure mm. it's much the taste will be better like for example when you write your book and you always visualize that this book is going to be on let's say new york times number one best selling book imagine the feeling you get when you write it and how the information would be very 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 important and will send the right vibes to the right people just when you have this thought while writing your book exactly exactly yeah so it's interesting you've mentioned the word feeling multiple times yeah. it's a very important uh, aspect that uh, i find again a lot of people miss because they focus so much on thinking but not so much yeah. on feeling sure yeah we're not machines uh, sometimes you need to acknowledge the feeling the feeling of happiness the feeling of sorrow the feeling of sadness anger love hate we're uh, you know, if you want to think of it, we are a mishmash of the good and the bad. So we need to know these feelings, understand them, feel them, and we need to endorse them. To, you know, the more you know better about yourself, the more you know how to act better. It's like, you know, like your wife or your girlfriend, the more you know her, the more you know how you can make her happier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also feeling comes into uh, manifestation. You, you tend to manifest what you feel about, not what you just think about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You cannot say, I think I love this. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. You know, yeah, you only say it when you're not sure, but you don't, if you're sure, you say, you know, I love this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple. It's simple as that. The next thing is uh, you've always, it seems that another um, philosophy or mindset or trait is that you've always had standards for yourself, which yeah. means you had high standards for yourself. And that also when the level of standards we have for ourselves determines our actions. Yes. Right? You know, uh, this is a very good example. I, you know, it's about me. Like when I was younger, I used to think dressing the, you know, clothes that are well-branded will make me a better person or driving a good car will make me feel important. Then I realized I only make them that important because I allow them to be. It's just uh, things that we just use. And if we need to know if do we want these things or do we need these things? Want is something that you might buy something that's not that important, but something you want, you want it. But if you really need it, then it's valuable. So it's, it's like a shirt. If you buy a $1,000 shirt or a $10 shirt, they're just shirts. The $1,000 shirt might look ugly on you, while the $10 shirt might suit you best. So standards comes within you. You make your own standard. 
and you make them value because how you portray it to be. Hello. Hey, yeah, I think it Hi. got cut off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll just keep on saying what I said. It's like um, things are value of how you portray them. You might wear the most expensive clothes in a way that you might look ugly and you might wear things that are relatively not that expensive, but they look best on you. So I am my own value. So I make things value, not uh, material things gives me value. Yeah. And the value that you've given yourself and every man basically is that, is that becoming a powerful man, a man who's in integrity with himself. And, yes. Uh, I mean, for you, I think, uh, I mean, I talk about this concept of masculine beauty and being a beautiful man. And when a man lives in integrity with himself, he is, he becomes a beautiful man. And yeah. uh, you just by your uh, physique, right? By the way you carry yourself, uh, you emanate that masculine beauty. And it's, it's something that is earned through a lifetime of hard work of what I call like integrity with yourself, like doing, working as hard as, as you know, you should, you know, and living rightly, making all those daily decisions that finally made you who you are. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. And so when you become a powerful man and you guys, you go check out Zahi, uh, it's uh, Z-A-H-I dot fitness on Instagram, Zahi dot fitness. Uh, and you can just check out his pictures and you'll see like, you don't have to hear him speak. You know, there is a powerful man full of integrity with himself, right? And that's uh, something we should all uh, strive for. So um yeah so when you have standards for yourself it starts internally but eventually it even it shows up in the external world and then you just walk into the room and everybody knows there's somebody different yeah yeah it's how you portray yourself it's what the value you give yourself what matters eventually i like that not yeah in a snobbish it's not... way of course sorry not in a snobbish way not coming out like a very snobbish person but be yourself but with a high value with a powerhouse yeah like i like what you said like you give yourself value it's not other people give you value right you give yourself value and then because you value yourself other people then value you it's like yes respect isn't something that you need to hope to get from other people you you respect yourself and then other people have no choice <laughs> but to respect yes, you really. yes yes that's so true 100 percent. nice nice so um i i want to tell the listeners that uh um, just like i told you in the introduction zahi is my personal trainer he trains me online because we're in different countries and he's also uh available for some people um to train you online as well if he has the availability uh, when you contact him. And if you're interested in being trained by Zahi 
and also seeing his amazing physique, <laughs> you can go to Instagram and find him zahi.fitness. That's Z-A-H-I, zahi.fitness on Instagram. And just send him a direct message. Um, you know, let him know you, you came through Jad T. Jones, you know, um, and uh, um, yeah, he, he could help you change your physique, change your character as a man and support you. Not only the difference between Zahi and every other trainer I've seen. Number one, like I say, you guys know how, how strongly I stand for integrity. And uh, if I'm telling you Zahi's my big brother, then you know that this is a man of absolute integrity. And um, he's one of the very rare coaches who's not just going to tell you, lift this weight, eat this banana, but he's going to support you on mind, body, and spirit as a full, you know, everything you need as a man. So if you have been, uh, you know, wanting help, or maybe you just want to get back into your fitness and finally transform your body, go to Instagram, zahi.fitness. We'll also leave this, uh, the name on the show notes, and you can send him a direct message to see if he has availability for you. So Zahi, to close it off, can you just um, kind of, um, or no, let's go a different route. Maybe we'll do another episode more focused on fitness itself, but let's close it off with some, uh, a few questions. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? You know, that this is, um, I never uh, thought of, being remembered for something. It's just, I'm just a regular guy, you know, passing through this life. I want to be remembered as a guy with integrity, like you said, a guy that always spoke the truth and he did his best. That's good enough for me. Okay, okay. Because being the best at something is, is standard-wise. You can be the best at something and the others might be, no, 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 this guy is better. So being best is also something subjective also mm. so yeah I, I prefer to be known as a person with integrity um, a strong person that just uh, had a nice good impact with the people surrounding him or people who knew him very nice and uh, fair enough by me yeah, yeah and you are fulfilling that every day and um uh, all of us who who you have the time to train are, are very lucky uh, to have you in our corner and uh, yeah, that's wonderful. So uh, any parting messages, message for my, for my family of brothers before we close it out? Yeah, be yourself and really love yourself and know how to really love yourself. Loving yourself is not, it's not like being a, a guy that goes into parties every day and this makes you love, love yourself means know your true value. This is loving yourself. Know your true value. Yeah, really love yourself. Not love yourself as per the Instagram standard, as per YouTube standard, or as per the social standard. Know how to really love yourself. And loving yourself is not by being a very selfish person. That's not loving yourself. That's what uh, you know comes to mind now. A very thing. Very nice. Very yeah. Nice. Great. Great. Awesome. Okay, my coach, my big brother. 
Zahi. Check Zahi out, zahi.fitness on Instagram. Thank you very much. I wish you a great day and hopefully we can do uh, more uh, future episodes.